Yo, 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 Shop Talk Hoops, episode four. We four episodes deep now. Yup, So, yep. me and Chuck, man, it's, it's getting pretty serious now. This is a real thing, bro. Yeah, You know what I mean? Trying to take off. Yes, sir. It's... Go ahead, take off. <laughs> Shop Talk Hoops. It's your boy, Jay Suave. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. All the same name. Uh, follow us on Shop Talk Hoops. Uh, I'm joined here with my guy, Chuck Stradamus, uh, Chuck Swami. Yeah, uh, just, just call me Mr. Everything, man. They say nobody's perfect, but my middle name's nobody. You know. <laughs> my name, uh, follow me Charles T2423 everywhere. That's anywhere you can find me. I probably got a Charles T2423 out there for y'all. Uh, it but I was 2324 because Brian better call me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you ain't gonna tell me how to run my own Twitter, <laughs> social media. <laughs> but we gonna jump straight to these topics, man, for y'all. Uh, go check out episode three. We had a special guest on there, Reggie Smith. Um, talked about a day in the life with an NFL agent. Just to give y'all a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like for a sports agent, man, what goes on behind the scenes. So take a look at that and let us know what y'all feel about that. And we always open to have constructive criticism, man. Let us know what we need to improve on. Before we jump right into it, man, we live. We recording live at, shop, at uh, Tapers uh, 2904 Market Street, man. Come check it out. Come holler at Will uh, and tell him Shop Talk sent you, bruh. So, with no further ado, let's hop right on in this thing, man. So, first things first. The Cavaliers have won nine of their last ten. Yep. Eight in a row. Yep. Uh, we are a quarter of the way in, and it looks like they've turned things around. Uh, what you seeing from the Cavs, bro? Uh, I'm just seeing... If you little... checked out a game. Yeah, yeah. You know. I, I'm saying, come on, bro. It's a shop talk. I'm just seeing LeBron taking over. I'm seeing them playing better defense, just communication. It was never that they couldn't play. They were just they weren't communicating. Honestly, Tyron Lue said that. LeBron said that. A lot of them said it. Um, so I just see LeBron taking over games more, man. I see him being way more aggressive, especially like late in games. He like, hey, f all that teammates trying uh-huh. to get y'all involved, like. We need to get on this win streak now. It shows, stats show that LeBron is the clutchest player in the NBA right now. When the game is in the last uh, four minutes, uh, not Kyrie, like many, like many people thought, but uh, LeBron is one of the clutchest players in the league. And just like you said, man, the defense does look better. Of course, there's areas that they can improve as far as like switching and, and definitely like the interior defense. Uh, but that well, let's be real though. If you got, you want one person taking that shot, you want LeBron or Kyrie. Don't fake it. Well, how much we down by? Y'all down by two, three. I want, I want, if we down by two, I want Kyrie. If we down by three, I want Kyrie. If we down by one, I want LeBron. Because he's just going to go to the basket. He's going to get a five. You know but I mean? he, them free throws. But, bro. yeah, man, the Cavs. <laughs> the Cavs, they, they looking good, bro. Um, You know, they still look like the team to probably beat in the East, even though, even though the Boston Celtics teeing up. You know what I'm saying? Um, They still looking like the team in the East. Um, but yeah, that's what I see from the Cavs so far. And the Cavaliers, everything ain't sweet right now. It's gonna lead us into our next topic, uh, D Rose. Yup. Uh, I feel bad for my guy. Feel bad? Why you feel bad? He got a hundred million dollar contract with Adidas. He done made a hundred in career earnings. What you feeling bad for? I feel bad because my guy loves to play basketball. No, the hell he don't. He loves to play basketball, Stop, bro. And he can't play at no, the level he, he want to play at. Nah, how you know he loves to play basketball? Or else he wouldn't be fighting for a one-year contract to get, to stay in the league like he did last summer. That's because that's all he could get offered. Because he wanted to keep playing basketball. That Chuck. don't mean you love it, boy. 
Like you said, if he got a hundred million dollar, and he does have a hundred million dollar deal from Adidas, yeah, he has no real incentive to keep playing basketball unless he love the game. Or he just trying to prove haters wrong. You ain't got to love the game to prove haters wrong. So what you you think he coming? I don't love to work out, but I'm about to start working out. <laughs> like I gotta, this, I gotta drop this weight. You <laughs> so I don't love to work out. I'm just about to drop this weight. Yeah, but you're not getting paid a hundred million dollars to work out either. So I'm gonna get paid a hundred though. <laughs> so, if you, you know, win, then we're <laughs> but nah, I, I think yeah, I don't feel. On that I don't feel. I don't feel bad for D Rose, man. Um, I feel bad from the injury standpoint, but nah, I just think D Rose mentally weak, bro. I've been saying that ever since the first injury. I mean, that's and fair. I, I never experienced the ACL, so I, I never, you know, I can't. Yeah. I don't know what that's like, but that's fair. I think D Rose just weak, bro. I, mentally, mentally, we seen players come back from ACLs all the time. Everybody, everybody bodies react different, but he was lingering with that issue too long, bro. And he, he didn't have just one ACL though. No, but even the first one though, mm-hmm. when he tore it. He didn't come back like they saying, yeah, D Rose cleared for basketball activities, but he's still like, yeah, he, he, yeah, you know, he was so like, his way. Okay, yeah. So I just I feel like they say the best way to come back from an injury is like, you got to get out there and test it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like D Rose always, and D Rose always been babying that knee. And also, when you get injured too, you, you hinder other parts of your body. So you're working so hard to repair, strong your knee, you, you, you might not work out your upper body as much or, you right. know, your hamstring, something. So I understand that's how it go, but I don't feel bad for D Rose. From what I'm hearing, what they reporting on, they saying it's like more personal issues. You know, he had to rape allegations. Um, you know, so I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Let's be honest, the Cavs are just better when he not on the floor, too. D. Rose hasn't played in the last eight games, I believe, seven games. And they're, they haven't lost a game since he, that's when they went on that 8-0 run, you know what I mean? Where yeah. they run eight games in a row. Yeah. That had me feeling some kind of way too. But this is the second time he didn't took a leave of absence. At least he let the team know this time though. Yeah. First time he didn't <laughs> let the Knicks know. He just did. He's like, yeah, I'm at the crib. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He at the crib, but yeah, I think uh, Which is why D-Rose should have went to, which is why D-Rose should have went to the Lakers in my opinion. I would have liked that. For the, for the simple fact, because I wanted to flip Jordan Clarkson right away, because he's not going to be there next year. So he might as well get some assets with Jordan Clarkson. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So I'm like, yo, let D. Rose come off the bench or do whatever he's going to do and take over. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I think D. Rose could give us the same thing Jordan Clarkson is giving us right now, as far as like the, you know, so. D. Rose is averaging more points. I think he's averaging seven, uh, I think 17. He was average, up to this point? And up to this point, he was averaging 17. And I did not I did not believe that when I first saw it. Yeah. And it, it didn't sound right. That don't, that don't sound it's, right. He was averaging. But if, if, but if he is 17, you know, I still would have wanted D-Rose over Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson younger, don't got the injury history. But I wanted to flip Clarkson to get some assets back. And then we saving money by signing D-Rose to a vet minimum. Whatever exactly. they signed to, exactly. two-year deal. Exactly. So I mean two two mil. He, so, he would have got a one year because remember they was only offering out those one years. Yeah, but it was something. like two and a half million. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't gonna be we was gonna save nine nine million from the Clarkson deal. Right. So that's what I wanted to happen. Um, Clarkson yeah. ain't been bad. Clarkson been our best, well our second best player off the bench. I know aside from Randall. Yeah, it's all about salary cap for me. Mm-hmm. Salary cap and getting the asset. That's, that's the only right. reason why. Um, but yeah, I don't really feel too bad for D Rose, man. I just think like I said, I think mentally he weak, man. I just can't. I can't get with D Rose. You can go check my Twitter from 2012. <laughs> so y'all, if y'all want to go look it up, Charles T 2423 in 2012, 13 when D Rose was going nuts, I always said Westbrook will be the better player, and he is the better player. And I still feel like even a healthy D Rose is not touching a healthy Westbrook. I'd love to have a poll on that. We should we should poll that. Y'all should uh, 
Let us know, man. Who do y'all think would have been a better player if not if D. Rose didn't get healthy? Do you think D. Rose would ever average a triple-dub? No. I don't think he ever would average a triple-double. I personally think Russell is a better player, but I know there is a yeah, whole yeah. bunch of people. Okay, okay. So you agree? Yeah, I agree okay, with you. Okay. I agree with you. I agree okay. with you. I think, but I think I know there's a whole bunch of people yeah. out there that'll, that'll give you reasons otherwise, and but, I love to hear the, the but, rationale. But D. Rose, 30 for 30, gonna be cold. Damn, that's gonna be lit. That's gonna, that's gonna be, be cold, lit. I can't boy. wait. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm tuned in. That's I'm tuned gonna, in. Oh, that's gonna be cold. What if I told you a rose can bloom in the right garden? Because they gonna talk about him going to the Knicks. You know how they coming up. That stuff gonna be lit, bro. You just came with that on your own right there? Nah, I ain't gonna. Right, you just... I saw it on Twitter. But it sounded good, though, didn't it? It sounded like one of them. It did. I was like, oh, <laughs> Like, damn, you what know, if Rose can bloom on the right garden? I but thought yeah. you were going to hit us with some Tupac, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, D-Rose, man, I don't feel bad. But I do, uh, my prayers go out to D-Rose if he sure. is dealing with uh, family issues and things sure. like that. So we talking about one player who's left the game, and we talking about we're going to jump into another player who can't even get in the game, and that's Jaleel Ogreford. Free job. The Sixers won't play this man in garbage time. We talking about somebody who averaged 17 and 7, 17 and 8, I think, maybe, as a rookie. Um, and, a, they, and they just won't even play the man. And this year, he's appeared in two games. You know, so what what's your thoughts about Jaleel Ogre? Philly is not on my favorite organization list right now. Just off of the simple fact of the way they handled the Markel, the Markel Fultz injury, mm-hmm. and now it is Jaleel Ogre for a situation. I just feel like they're handling it all wrong. If I don't know if you heard, but they're saying the asking price for Jaleel Okafor is merely a second round pick. Right. Now, if that is the case, then they shouldn't have no problem unloading him. There's plenty of teams out there with second round picks that need front court depth. So I think there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that we don't know about and that we'll figure out probably after he's traded at all. I think they should let him play yeah. and let him- Get his trade value up. Exactly, you receive more. But just asking for a second round pick, that's that is so disrespectful. Yeah, I just think that I do think Jaleel Oakford for a can, top can, pick. I think Jaleel Oakford can ball. He can play. I wanted Jaleel Oakford a little bit over D'Angelo Russell when coming out because I didn't study D'Angelo that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad he we didn't is, do that though. He is kind of outdated in today's game as a big. But you said Understood. He, can, he can be a second bench player, come off and get you 17 or whatever. Easy, you know, like if Jaleel Oakford is playing 25 minutes, I think Jaleel can give you 17 points easy off the bench. Who don't need some bench, you know, some bench points? So I do, agree, I do agree too. with that, but let's just switch topics a little bit and think about, well, what if they would have got Porzingis? Wait, Porzingis with Embiid? With Embiid, because Embiid was before Jaleel. And Jaleel's. Simmons. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They might, they would be the best team in the L. Am I? Well, second best team in the L. I'd have to I'd have to take the words over that. But if they if we take how Embiid how he is today, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Simmons how he is today, yeah, and Porzingis how he is today, Porzingis an MVP race. That's what I was like. I was like, man, what that's if crazy. the 76ers would have actually picked Porzingis? You know what I'm saying? Jaleel could have flourished in the triangle. You know, so like, you know, I, I still think because they they still want Phil was still back in the old days. I'm still I'm so glad Phil out. You know, so I think I think. You know, it would have been best for both teams. That's it, some wouldn't work. But what you mean? The triangle ain't working in 2017. Now, some elements from the triangle. Yeah, Spurs run it all the time. Yeah, some elements from the triangle work. But I'm not old, talking, I'm not, when I say flourish, I'm talking about strictly from a stats per standpoint. Okay. 
Jaleel would have got touches in his areas that he likes to get him in, and when he got buckets, you know. So, uh, what's the game about, bro? Just buckets, bro. Bucket. So, Jaleel, um, I hope I hope he finds himself in a good situation. Well, how I you don't want to see him go to Chicago. I don't want to see that. No, because he's from Chicago. No. I just think that's a toxic Chicago situation. right now is where career is going down. Yeah, I just want to see him somewhere where he don't where he's far away from home. Chicago, he don't got nobody to lean on, and. Uh, he can really just like sit back and take a deep breath from the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. I just, wait, well, well, while we on that topic, where are some spots you like to see Jaleel Okafor? And everybody that's tuned in live, let us know where, where y'all like to see Okafor too. Right? Any Anybody could really use Jaleel for real, for real. We just being honest. Um, who You can't turn down 17 points off the bench. And, he, and even if he don't give you 17, I think Jaleel will give you double digits. He was a top three pick last year. People, This is the argument they say he outdated. He was literally a top three pick a couple years ago. The league ain't progressed that far to where he's not even serviceable. So let's uh let's move let's move on, man. Where are we at? With uh, what, you, we're trying to read the it off the line. Yeah, I'm trying to read it off the line. <laughs> we with the state of the Lakers part two. Oh yes. So we didn't talked about the Lakers a lot on this on this podcast. If y'all tuned in to the first three episodes, y'all know we Lakers fans, baby. I, it's a Lakers fan on here, just one. It's what? A, so we got a Lakers fan on here. We got a semi-Lakers fan. And I'm Lakers uh, to the death, man. I've been a Lakers fan since Kobe airballed them, them two shots against the Jazz in 1996. Boy, you was just born. And I was two years old. You was just born. I was a whole two years old, and I remember it. No, you don't. Kobe man. hit nothing. YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, so we YouTube, YouTube. So you know, we talk about the Lakers a lot on here. Um, today is my last day speaking on Lonzo Ball. I'm a diehard Lakers fan, man. I've been to Lakers games. I I stay up. I order league pass. I pay. I pay the two hundred a year just to watch the Lakers play, and I'm done. I almost thought about canceling my league pass last night, bro. That's how fed up I was. First of all, you you paid two hundred for league pass, but they got you. That's how much. Now you can break it down to payments, though. Nah, but you should only pay like one fifty for like the single team thing. You know what I mean? I know. Right, but you pay for everything. I mean, I so it ain't just the Lakers, man. Come on, man. But get look, out of here. But I'm get cool here, with man. not watching everybody else though. <laughs> but. I'm done. I'm done with Lonzo. Uh, I'm not speaking on today is my last day speaking on Lonzo. <laughs> I was sold. I was sold a Porsche, and I saw a Honda Civic pulled up. <laughs> they told me Lonzo was gonna be a Ferrari, and a damn Regal came. <laughs> so I'm off the Lonzo <laughs> hype. I will not talk about him no more. The Lakers, they're still in a good space for going forward. Mm. Um, yeah, they are. They still they good going really forward. good young pieces. Yeah, they still good going forward. And your guy Ingram is really coming along nicely. Yeah, I just thought that Lonzo will uplift this team better than he has. You can also, you can make an argument that they lost games because they put Lonzo in the fourth quarter. You know, they blew a few fourth quarter leads. So I'm just done with Lonzo, man. I don't have much to say about Lonzo right now. I'm not. So a, talk about your boy Ingram. I'll talk about Lonzo. Talk yeah. about your boy Ingram. Uh, even, even hooping. Yeah, Ingram, yeah, Ingram a stud, bro. I told y'all, and this is listen this, to this now. And Remember this is Ingram, this is Ingram not even getting any easy touches. Luke Walton does zero for Ingram to get him an easy basket to get him in the Florida game. All this is coming off. They swing the ball to Ingram. He making a quick move, attacking, and he's attacking way more. He's getting to the line a little bit more. Yeah, he, if he, he can his attempts per game. Like, yeah, he, if, I think he up to six now. Uh, free throws. Mm-hmm, so yeah, if good. he could actually. That's not bad. That That's really good. Move. That's really good. Yeah, if, if he could just get that free throw percentage in the 80s, low 80s, high 70s, I'm I'm good with that. But, yeah, the Lakers don't have enough shooting around right now. So when that shooting comes around, then we're going to see Ingram game, I think, takes a whole nother level. 
Because right now, defensively, you're just sagging the paint and not really worry about so, shooting. Because you, Lonzo can't shoot. I was just finna say, I was Ingram really just finna not say a shooter. So why are you, not on, why you not on Ingram about, about his shooting struggles? Because I think the, the basis of Lonzo's struggles, to me, is he can't put the ball in the basket right now. But if Lonzo was attacking, being aggressive, I can understand. You know what I'm saying? But when you taking three shots a game and playing 33 minutes, I'm not feeling that. You know, unless you got your handprint all over the game to the point where mm. you just, you know, you can, you can, I don't mind you having, if you finish with five points, I want to see like 14 assists, eight rebounds, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just, but he's had a couple games where he had 11, 11 boards. And I'm know, cool with those games. But those games, if you look at it, he's still, even when he has like 11 points and stuff like that, he's still struggling. He's still shooting like three for 14. So, all right, so you, I know you, you are a Kobe ride and die. So even Lonzo not Kobe. Right? Yeah. That's pretty apparent. So you would rather see Lonzo keep shooting and missing and shoot the team out of the game rather than to know he not all right, I'm not hitting. But the but it's almost not even shooting the team out of the game. You gotta make the defense play honest. Look, there's so many times Lonzo come off that screen and that and that little floater jumper is there. If you can't make it, don't shoot it. So well you need you should have been working on that. You knew your weaknesses before you came in. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, even if you don't shoot it, it's the same thing in football. Like they say, they say you got to make the defense honor. So it, you can have a terrible quarterback. You still got to throw you. I want to see a nice 50 yard pass down the field because defense know like, okay, they will throw this mug if we get the lacking. So it's the same way. So you that's why Alonzo had that good game at Phoenix. Phoenix. They terrible on defense, mm. but also because he was so aggressive, they wasn't expecting that. So. You pretty much just said Lonzo Ball is Alex Smith. Essentially. Nah, I you know what I mean? He don't he don't take no risk. He not aggressive enough. He won't shoot. I mean, that's a good correlation. Alex no. Smith was the number one pick in the draft. Lonzo was number two. Yeah, and then another thing is I, I don't like the whole I didn't even see it at UCLA, but maybe that's my fault by watching too much ball is life and hoop mixtape. They kept raving. <laughs> they kept raving about his court vision, and I'm just like, he has great court vision. I don't really see it. What you mean those full court passes you throw? And not you all think of them. That's court, you think that's court vision, though? You, you think that's you got to see it to throw? That's just IQ. I mean, you got to see it to throw it. You can have all the IQ in the world, but you can't just toss the ball randomly. You know what I mean? You got to uh, see it to throw it. That's court vision. Nah. IQ. I think IQ and court vision kind of intertwine a little bit. I disagree. Really? I, I disagree. I think, really? So I think, if you can see it. I, well, first of all, how you gonna even know to see it? You gotta know where to look. That's what I'm saying. He got IQ. You know what I mean? Right. He got good IQ. In order to see that, he has to have vision. In order to make the pass, he has to have touch. So he's got all three of those. I don't, I don't know about the vision part, man. What, ma what makes you say he don't got court vision, though? I'm not saying he don't. He doesn't have court vision. I just don't think it's as special as everybody was talking about it. You know, I just think basketball has become so up and down to like a simple outlet pass that Lonzo makes is now like, oh, he's gonna bring back a true point guard. Man, I'm just you, like, bro, you act like they weren't saying that about Kevin Love. That man was throwing full court passes and everybody was losing their shit. But he's a big doing that. What's, what's that guy? If anything, he should be able to see the floor better. <laughs> but he's a big, he's not, he's not, he's not even taught that. When you taught as a point guard, you always taught the ball moves faster than man. And you, taught that, you taught that as a basketball player. Right, but I'm just saying the fact that uh, sometimes, sometimes, because they be telling them bigs, get it to your guard quickly. They ain't tell, they ain't teach you. You can't handle that money. Right, they bail like, out there. They like, hey, get it to the guard quick. <laughs> Back, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not saying Lonzo doesn't have court vision. I'm just highly uh, unimpressed with what I've seen from Lonzo. 
Uh, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not gonna speak on it no more, man. <laughs> so, what do you, uh, have you watched Ball in the Family? Nah, I watched a couple of that stuff. Man, you bro. tripping, bro. Ball in the Family, the best stuff on TV right now. So, I'm gonna talk about, it it's on Facebook, Facebook, TV, Hulu, Netflix, that's, man, that's all the same thing, man. That's literally all the same thing. Let's also talk about, while we on the state of the Lakers, let's talk about how LeVar came out and said the Lakers are babying Lonzo. No. You agree with that? Or I, I don't agree with that, but I just think that's LeVar just being LeVar. But me and you talked about this. We was like, as soon as he start calling out people tied to the Lakers organization is when we're going to have a problem. But honestly, we this was kind of swept under the rug a little bit. Do you think Magic Johnson should come out and pretty much tell this man to shut up? Let that man talk. At the end of the day, he's just a fan. He just so happened to be a parent. I'm still so confused. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I was rocking with Levar. I was supporting the whole movement, empowering yourself, entrepreneur, black-owned business. Yeah, you, I'm not with that no more. So you ain't gonna buy the shoes? Hell, I was never gonna buy the shoes. Hell no. Even if he sent a couple, he sent a pair of you wanna buy? You wanna wear them? Hell no. What? Hell no. But I was, I was, um, I did like how he raised three black men and he turned them to productive citizens. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But. He said they like to shop a little bit. Exactly. And then <laughs> when they call out your sons, you say, oh, it's not a big deal. Shoplifting is a big deal, bro. Yeah, bro. You not, not if you're 18. What, what do you mean? How is that not a big shoplifting deal, Shoplifting is a big deal when you do it in China. <laughs> bro, shoplifting is a big deal, period, bro. Because is that a character flaw? You got money in your pocket. Are you, what, what the hell? We don't know if he, it was the one that actually took the he, item. He though. said, LeVar admitted it in the interview. And LiAngelo. He, but. LeVar said on CNN, he took, he shoplifted. He took something that was not his. He admitted his wrongs. Not a big deal. But personally, I I don't, I'm having a hard time believing that because I, like you said, I don't see the rationale behind it. Like you have all the money that you need. Bro, some people are, what they call it? What they call think, it when you when you just steal everything? I don't even know what the word is. Imp impulse. Nah, it's like a <laughs> narcleptic or something they call it. I forgot what they, you, kleptomaniac you, or something like that. Spell it. Nah, but <laughs> they said, so I'm like wondering like, why are you, why are you stealing? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think. But anyway, um, and then also I just feel like if LeVar doesn't get his way, he he does. He goes to the extreme. He don't like the coach for Chino Hill. Oh my, my son ain't gonna be homeschooled. He didn't like the way things were going with Lonzo. Oh, he can't win with four white boys on the court with him. You know what I'm saying? Like he was winning all the way up into the tournament with him. Mm -hmm. So I just don't like when things not going Levar way, and he don't look like the genius that he proclaimed himself. Then everything starts to fall. He starts to speak out and say wild, stupid stuff. And I'm not digging that no more. So I'm off the big baller brand train. <laughs> you ain't gonna catch me in no big baller brand. Yeah, LeVar, come up here, man. We want to talk to you, man. Hell nah, LeVar. Stay where you at. Nah, big baller brand. I'm with it. I'm with the movement. Stay where you at, LeVar. We LeVar, not, we want to holler at we you. We not man. rocking with you, because I, I just want to know, you raised Lonzo for 18 years. I got the best son in the country. You want to come play him? That's how but you yet you didn't know. But yet you didn't know he couldn't shoot going right. But yet you didn't know he has a hard but time. Think about it. The LeVar pretty much yeah. like Tiger Woods. Like Tiger Woods, how his dad was, Serena and their dad was. That's how LeVar ball is. So he pretty much building a brand, right? Why would he say, you know what I mean? Why would he announce like Lonzo's flaws? That's gonna hurt the brand. Of course you gonna, Nike not gonna come out and tell you, hey look, <laughs> these jerseys nice, but these mugs, they cotton. They not gonna come out there and say that. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, he got his flaws. He a basketball player. Everybody not good at everything unless you LeBron. So let's, let's get right into these. We about a quarter of the way 
in the NBA season, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little, a little more open. I was looking right now when he talking about LeVar, bro. I'm just done with LeVar. Big baller brand, baby. We about 20 plus games into the year, a little bit over 20. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't really follow the NBA, it's 82 games in the year. Uh, so we about a quarter of the way in. Let's get on these early, way, way, way too early. Um, James Harden. Award, award for James Harden. Man. James Harden. If it's anybody other than James Harden, who, who would you put? James Harden. And? The beard. And? The Mohawk. <laughs> James Harden is the MVP of the league, bro. <laughs> I ain't getting no arguments. They, they didn't already, it's arguable that they didn't already cheat him out of one. I don't care two. which one. I ain't gonna say two. I don't care which one, but he definitely should have one. At least. Yeah, at least one. Right now, he got the Houston Rockets playing unbelievable. Um, Best. That, that was even with Chris Paul out, mm-hmm. and now Chris Paul came back. I'm like, dang, they they looking even better. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they can coexist like that. So, James Harden is the MVP. The second MVP for me. I want to hear it. Come on, you just got to say his name. It start with an L. It start with an L. Well, Marcus Aldridge really balling like that for the Spurs? MV- <laughs> James Harden is leading the league in assists and points again, like he did last year, man. Yep, yep. So in my in my opinion, he would be MVP, but um, second and not too far behind. No, he far behind. Come not too it, far behind. Keep it 100, bro. He don't run nine. He run nine in a row. They don't nine of the last ten. I'm sorry, eight in a row. Nine of the last ten. If they keep that up, no it until Christmas. A little bit after Christmas. Career highs in points. Rebounds, three-point percentage, field goal percentage. Career high? What you mean? No, this is definitely not LeBron career high. Definitely not. And field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and oh. and and oh, uh not, and rebounds. Oh, oh, okay. I'm thinking you're talking about points. No, 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 not points, not points. Rebounds. Rebounds, assists, three-point percentage. That's sad if that's LeBron career high and rebounds. Wow. Averages. We're talking about averages. I'm no, I'm saying that's sad. With no with eight rebounds is, is sad? I mean, he ain't really at eight, but yeah, I mean. You a suck, bro, you a, you know what? LeBron right behind, man, especially with no IT. <laughs> right now, no Tristan. Kevin Love's playing his ass off too, but let's move to this, to rookie of the year. Yep. And I think it's too, it's pretty much locked in like how it is for yeah. for MVP, but go ahead. It's Ben Simmons. Uh, Leading all rookies. <clears throat> yeah, I came on here and I said earlier in episode one or two, whichever, I thought Alonzo was going to win rookie of the year. I just thought he was going to have an immediate <laughs> impact. And now I, I go from rookie of the year to not even want to talk about bro after this episode. <laughs> so that just go to show you how the NBA works. But yeah, Ben Simmons, he's been tremendous, man. That just Imagine if the Lakers would have got one of those two picks. Like, they had back-to-back number three picks for like three straight years. Imagine if they would have got Cat over D'Angelo or would have got Ben Simmons over Ingram. You know, like, just, damn. You know, if it was a split, we'd all be high. Yeah, bro. So, um, we don't promote drugs, kid. Uh, but, yeah, so I, it's Ben Simmons by landslide. Jason is at a strong second, though. It's strong It's second. a strong second. And you know what? We're going to start it right here. Right here today, I'm starting a campaign. Jason Tatum for Rookie of the Year. I don't care if Ben if Ben Simmons Ben Simmons in order to get Rookie of the Year for me, Ben Simmons would have to end up in that fifth, sixth seed, something like that. He can't come. He can't come in at eight. How? What? What? Boy? What? How? What do you mean? Jason Tatum went to a playoff team. So 
I gotta do anything. And he producing, and he's starting. And he a top three player on that playoff team. He, if he's not three, he right behind Brown and four. You know what I mean? So it's- Nah, he's definitely not three though, but yeah, okay. Horford, Kyrie, who you? Brown. Nah, nah, give me Jason over Brown, but that's just preference, hometown. But he playing better than him this year though. Jason. Jason has well, way, no, way No, Jalen has elevated his play from last year, and we didn't think he could do what he doing this year. But he's still playing better than Jason Jay. Tatum for rookie of the year. That's we starting the campaign today. Right here, right now. You start the campaign. I ain't from here. <laughs> Jason Tatum for his rookie of the year. I ain't from here, so I don't I like who, Jason too though. From New Orleans. Who from New Orleans in the league balling right now? I'm from Baton Rouge, man. Put some New respect Orleans, on Baton Rouge. Name. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sam Crawfish. Ain't ain't nobody. <laughs> Y'all eat the same. Y'all get it from the same sea, the same ocean, same food. You know, same. We got. We don't really have nobody in the league balling for real, for real. But we got some players. Y'all got NBA but, young boy. But they not really balling in the league. It's AI young boy. Put some respect on his name. It's not NBA no more. It's AI. It's just young boy for real, for real. But because he gonna get sued by the NBA. But <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Shout out to Jarrell Martin. Oh, he I like him. He can hoop. He, you don't even know that. I do. He went to LSU. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he can hoop. He went to Memphis. All right, come all right. on, man. Get so, off that, man. He salute, can hoop. Salute to Jarrell Martin, man. I played against that boy when I was a kid. He Guardy out there. Nah, come on, cuz. Well, how old was y'all? He was like 10. 11. That's because he couldn't dunk yet, or else he would have dunked on you. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. We out here, <clears throat> you know, Louisiana producing the league. But Ben Simmons, um, who you got for defense player of the league? Defense player of the year. Uh, I'm not really focused on defensive player here. If I had to put in a See, bid, this, bro. This is, this, is, this is what's wrong with the game today. <laughs> Back in my day, we took pride in playing defense. These young bucks just care about getting up and down. They don't care about defense. They don't care about fundamentals. What you need in order to uh, to win? Points? You got to score more than another team, right? That's what I'm going with. Who you got for defensive player here? Uh... You know, I got the same people. Same gang I came with. Draymond. Draymond. Draymond defensive player of the year. I saw Draymond get game yesterday. He did. He did. So what, bro? The best get game. I got Draymond for uh defensive player of the year. Obviously, if Draymond didn't go down, I'm giving if if Rudy Gobert didn't go down, I was giving it to Rudy. Mm -hmm. Just like that jazz pick not looking too good for the playoffs, by the way. Just because he went, he got hurt, but yeah. it was looking good. Uh -huh. It was looking good. Uh -huh. So was my Clippers pick, too. My Clippers pick was looking really good. No, that's because Blake Gir Blake Griffin gets hurt every year, though. That was not this a smart <laughs> investment. I would have never said <laughs> to that. To your credit, this is the third year in a row that Blake Griffin will miss the month of January and, and Anderson. And once again, I predicted that. It's on my Twitter. Chuck Stradamus. I, I tweeted two weeks ago, Blake Chuck Griffin. Chuck Swami. Blake Griffin will be hurt by December, so it's all good. Bro, you're not supposed to, low-key, you're not supposed to wish that on nobody, bro. I ain't had to wish it on him. Hey, God had already had it written out. <laughs> bro, you <laughs> You just passed me the book. Six, man, six man of the year, man. Who you got? Throw in, throw in that Jordan Clarkson bid for six man of the year. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson looking real good. Lou Williams was looking real oh, good. Man, he, he looked he, real good last night. Yeah, he cooked us. Uh, who else we kinda got out there for six Kind of expected that, though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to look at Eric Gordon still. He's still balling. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think, true. like you said, with defensive player, it's your usual suspects. Yeah. Um, right now, uh, if y'all got any any dark horse contenders for six man a year or any of these award picks, man, let us know, man. I'm live right now, so I would love to see. You know who I think gonna be in that contention, man? I really think. Uh, what's his name from Murray from the Spurs? I think oh, yeah, Tony yeah, Parker Deontay. come back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's gonna push him to the bench, obviously. 
but he didn't got his confidence going so much already mm. to the point where you know the Spurs gonna finish with a top four record or something like that. Some Spurs stuff. Yeah, and you know I think he, I think he can get some looks. It's crazy that they, that they produce, and we getting a little bit off topic, but it's crazy that they producing like this without without Kawhi, who's not expected to be back until um, I think end of December. I, I I forgot all about Kawhi. That it's just goes to show you that how many stars the NBA has for real, because yeah. they can get swept under the rug. Yeah, you yeah. know when you watch the NFL. The minute Aaron Rodgers went down, we still talking about it. NFL players and commentators still talking about it. I don't even hear people bring up Kawhi like it's that. Boy, well, they not the Spurs, not like they not by themselves. You know what I mean? So it's easy to yeah, sweep true. that under the rug that's too. True. So that's um, true. You got anything else for us today, man? You got you want to send some prayers out, Michael Crabtree? Yeah, bro, that was a sucker move by Keith to lead. Very sucker move. Bro. You playing football, you gonna snatch the man chain off, <laughs> you know. And like, like he's not about to remember that. Y'all from the same area, by the way, too. For people that don't even know, two players, two players on Sunday got into a fight. It stemmed from last year. One player snatched another player's on chain some Debo. off. Debo, right? Pretty much on some Debo, Debo. stuff. Debo, and they got into it. And they from the same area. They both from Dallas, bro. They run. You know, know they that. they running with the same people. I didn't even know that. So, and you gonna try this in a game? Yeah. They training in the same facilities <laughs> in the off season, so I just thought it was a sucker move. Um, but yeah, I, I don't got nothing to touch on that, man. Like I said, this will be my last time talking about Lonzo Ball. I will not talk about Lonzo Ball no more. I will focus on the Lakers, but Lonzo can go. Um, no hope for <laughs> Lonzo, Lonzo can go. Lon- the Lakers made a mistake. We're gonna leave it at that, and we're gonna leave it at that. This episode four, man. Thank you for everybody that tuned in, everybody that checked us out on live. We appreciate everybody yeah, that, that, that supports us. We man. had a decent live crowd. We, you know, we had like twelve different people join on and off. Ooh, well, we big time. You we selling out stadiums. You, you know, know so we hey, people, people checking us out. So hey, I'm gonna quit hey, my Thank job. y'all for thank y'all for even giving us a chance, man. Check, yeah. Tune in to Jared uh, live, and we gonna keep dropping content for y'all, man. But until next time, we out. Yep. Shout out to Who's Live, Tapers Barbershop, 2904 Market Street, man. Come say what's up. We out.